There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in? Then I gotta put you down. Because no matter what, you will not get my way. We've been face to face, yeah. But I will not hesitate. Not for a second. Maybe that's the way it'll be. Or, who knows? Well, maybe we'll never see each other again. People are always saying about the talk, and I talk, and I talk, and I talk, but guess fucking what? I back it up! I back it up! That means it's time to roll, baby. You've got nothing going on between your ears, bro. Hey, John, do you think I'm just gonna sit there and let you kill me, John? I mean, really. I think I could beat every girl in my division with one hand. That guy's such a dick. I mean, you show your true colors after a fight. That fucking guy comes up to me. You know who you are, huh? I don't have much left to say other than you have seen nothing yet. <laughs> hope to God you come ready. Now, UK MMA fans can cast your mind back to noticeable or notable eras in UK MMA. None so notable when we talk about beefs within UK MMA. And joining me on this episode to talk about some past beefs is UK MMA standouts, Kane the Danger Musa and Mark Bone Crusher Diakese. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Michael Morgan <laughs> from On The Wall cast. <laughs> well, just to set the scene for those people, especially our international audience, who aren't that well acquainted with what took place. Bama 25 saw the champion versus champion take place on May the 14th in Birmingham. Now, I have to say, um, this stuck out in my mind uh, in terms of notable um, beefs and notable rivalries because, for my mind, on the horizon, nothing on this magnitude has ever occurred to the level that you guys took it. Now, on that card, um, we saw Tom Dukenois take on Shea Walsh. Now, also on that card, arguably for me, was the people's main event, and that was a clash which has widely been referred to as one of UKMA's most caustic showdowns. I'm, of course, talking about your matchup, your battle, your clash. Mark Casey took on Kane Musa at Bama 25. Now, what I would love to do is just to unpack ever so slightly the background to this, because originally, way back in 2014, I thought you guys had actually been paired up to do battle. Am I, I mean, I know it, it's time has marched on, and I know, you know, things probably um, aren't how I remember them, but I thought originally you were lined up to clash each other in 2014. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, we were 2014. I think it was that 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 year. Uh, obviously, that was the 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 time when I I suffered a MCL tear, and I had to, I I had to pull out of that fight. That was a fight that I pulled out of. Now you know yourself, Mark, that you probably had it ingrained in your mind how in 2014 that was going to play out. You know when you got notification of that bout no longer taking place because of the ACL tear. What was going through your mind? MCL. MCL, sorry. MCL. 
I'll be honest, I can't remember much of it because uh, obviously it's been t- a long time ago. But what I can remember, I think, because the beef was that obviously that that much hyped. I think it just added more sauce to it. Like now we had to fight because obviously talk was already there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was. You know what? I think it was later on than. T- what, when did you say it was, Mike? I thought it was 2014. You were originally. No, nah, it was. To... It was. It was round about two six. It must have been about two sixteen. Must like, have been about two fifteen, two sixteen, two fifteen. The earliest, two sixteen. The latest it was. Um, but yeah, obviously, like Mike said, it was. We were we were set to fight. Look, you know, two two young, confident. Um, focused, uh, you know, fighters, both undefeated at the time. And obviously, we, we sized each other up. Obviously, well, I think it was me. I think I I had my eye on Mark first. I think Mark was making a bit more making a bit more noise at the time. And I think, obviously, I spoke to Bama. And uh, I, I, I think I asked for that fight first off. And then I think it was Mark's response at the time, which then sparked the initial... Uh, well, the heat. Well, that brought the heat. That brought the fire. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and, I can remember that. And, and that's just the thing. I, I remember uh, interviewing you at the time, Mark. And um, again, just to reacquaint ourselves with, you know, your kind of um, initial reaction to that. Did you think it was slightly disrespectful of Kane, who hadn't actually got himself uh, his feet under the Bama carpet, um, to be calling you out so soon? Did you did you feel slightly disrespected that? Um, um, this young, hungry uh, fighter had actually come into Bama and hadn't really actually established himself as yet. Well, let's but... get it right. Mark's younger than me. I was like, I was like the OG picking on the younger guy, really, <laughs> truly. So, uh, so but, what did you make of that, though, Mark? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really make much of it. I just knew, like, obviously, I, I felt like he was game. And uh, for some reason, coming up with that age, I was very game. So when somebody's game went to fight me, I, I'm I'm very excited. That's why I was like, okay, I don't know him. He wants to fight. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. And it was it was obviously it, it, you know it was what I needed at the time. What I wanted was was somebody to to give me that fire, so that it make me that push my focus and push me and drive me to train. Well, let's let's say even leading up to the second, the, the, you know, the, the 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 fight where we actually fought. You know the 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 amount of sometimes it can be too much because I probably say in terms of physical condition that was probably the the most physically conditioned I'd been ready for a fight and that was based on the fire and the 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 controversy and all the the, the back and forths and that was you know a main driver and I can obviously speak for Mark and he'd probably tell you the same. Yeah, but it was a lot. A lot that was going on then. It was a lot. A lot going on. Well, when you say a lot was going on, do you mean in your camps or do you mean between camps? What What was the What was the the hustle and bustle around that time? I mean, like we was training uh, at the same time, like going online, talking shit to each other. <laughs> uh, it was to me. It was. It was a lot in a way. Like you having to argue and train at the same time. Like, yeah. what's the right game plan for him? What's he training on? Who's he training with? Yeah. 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 And similar, it was more, you know, like I say to all, to all the younger fighters now, is uh, something I learned from that fight was always, you know, I, I, I feel the main thing for us to do now, especially at this level and all the way up, I feel to focus on what you want to do. Obviously, yeah. identify your opponent's um, strengths and his weaknesses and, you, and you, you, build them, you build on them for specifics. 
But, you know, in that fight, we well, not we, because, you know, obviously, and what I always say this, and, you know, on the night, the better fighter won. You know, Mark come he, 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 he implemented his 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 um his game plan or his strategy or whatever it was, and and he prevailed on that night, which was testament to Mark because I was ready at that uh, I was ready on that night. Um, but you know, sometime leading up to the fight, it was obviously you seen Mark's fights prior to that. You know, they were they were grinders. He would you know he's pushing people up against the fences. He's, he's shooting in. He's trying to take people down. So you know. If, from my perspective, if I speak first on it in terms of my strategy in, in my mind, obviously, you know, uh, you know, it was more about, OK, we know he's going to come full pelt, which was which he did well. He took his time, which shown an, 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 an increase in his ability, his mental application, um, because he usually prior to that, he goes health for level. So for my thing was, you know, let him come out. out let him go hell for leather. We're ready, we're conditioned, and we'll weather it. And then after we weather it, then we can start implementing and start to start to turn the tide of, of the fight. That's where the mind, our game strategy was in terms of approaching that fight. Where Marx was the other way round, it was, okay, Well, I, what I'd take from it was, you know, well, they're probably going to be ready for us to come out crazy. So play calm. And he did. He come out. He played it calm, and he shot his shot at the time, and 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 it and it paid off for him. And I'm glad we're neatly segueing into the mindset and the build up and the preparation because, ultimately, um, I'm sure you don't mind me saying this, Mark, because you subsequently yeah. made me eat my word and made me eat them quite in a big way. But up until Kane, no, up until uh, the Selvaraja fight, you weren't actually known as a as a as a one shot one kill guy. You yeah. were you were no, more I, the, I start, the grinder. I with, when I started MMA, I started with nothing else but just stretch with a gym, pull uh, full gear on. But you know, obviously, it was a grappling gym. Uh, so like most people say, my grappling is not all that, but I feel like I'm more confident in my wrestling and my grappling. And uh, I feel like striking is still new to me as well. Even now, I still feel yeah. like I'm still learning. Wow. So that was the, the main thing. That's why I was coming out, uh, obviously, going on decisions. But that's because I didn't, I didn't really know much about striking. I'm just trying to win through what I knew, through my abilities. So what actually flicked the switch then? Because as I say, going into the Selvaraja fight, I remember um, talking to you online. I'll make that sure. I'll make that sure. That was you and other people talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, uh, all he does is go on decisions. He can't strike. He just said that. Obviously, I listened to that. And, uh... Nice one, Mike, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Mike, yeah? You're the reason why he decided to come and, and change his switches all game plan up. No, listen. You know, when we talk about that fight, let's talk more about what it is, is the rivalry in terms of, you know, what we built up between the pair of us, which is, you know, people do, and I, whether people's you know, don't agree with me. It's, it's entirely up to them what they think. But, you know, people do like to see two young, two young, hungry, you know, aggressive males coming to have it with each other, verbally attacking each other. And I feel like on the night we stole, we stole, you know, we were the main event on that night, without yeah. a doubt. More people sure. came, you know, more people tuned in. The amount of views, the amount of uh, engagement that our fight got, it was, it was massive and it was just, it, it was at the right time in terms of, you know, in terms of what what the sport needed. You know, unfortunately for me, it wasn't 
my it wasn't my time on that night. And obviously, unfortunately for for Mark, you know, it was his time. And um, I feel like I feel like especially on the UK scene at the at the moment, you don't really see that level of rivalry. No. Uh, if if it is, it's not getting the type of attention that we got. And 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 again, I just want to pick up on something that Kane just said there, like batting it back to you, Mark. How exhausting, yeah. though, was it to have someone like Kane forever online, forever nipping at your heels, forever cussing you in a way? How much of that detracted from the training? No, it didn't. Like, like I said, uh, he said he needed someone like me and I needed someone like him. So it was a it, it was a great dancing partner for me mm. to do what I had to do. And I was great for him, for, for uh, obviously, to get where it needs to be. I feel it, it was just, you know... It was win-win situation for for each one of us, and that's how I took it. I was like, I just wanted to fight. I've always, always used to fight in the street a lot, and when somebody called me out like that, I'm always game. So the way I was talking, I took everything serious. It, it went like, oh, we're acting up or anything. I just took everything serious. Like we're gonna fight. So I better talk back to him because I know he's gonna come at me. I'm gonna come at him. So right. So you both went into this seven and zero, right? Yeah. I, I know it's an well, old. Mark was, I think Mark was eight. I was. I Mark was either nine. I was one. No, I think I was eight, eight, eight. Yeah, because after and yeah, I was seven or six or something. But you both were going into this unbeaten. I know it's an old cliche, but I just wanted to throw this out to you first of all, Kane. You obviously had a lot riding on this in terms of you talked the big talk. Yeah. You'd obviously um, maintained an unbeaten record. How much, I mean, I know it's an old cliche of a question, but I want to know how much pressure was it to actually maintain that, to keep that build up and to actually perform on the night? You know, yeah, and uh, you, you know, we're talking as men, as 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 you know, real honest and respectful people. And I, I yeah. respect, like I say, I respect Mark, and I always, even in his last his last few bouts, you know, I've, I've some fights. I was kind of the Joe Duffy fight. He, he really, he really showed up on that night, and then that from there, I find it, I found it hard in my head then to write him off for going, you know, potentially getting to become like, you know world level world champion world you know I, I I actually put him in that bracket of being able to uh, do it thank you for that bro I appreciate that thank you now that's 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 based on that's based off your look I knew the losses and whatever you know the, all, all the camp being over him wherever and whatever whatever but for me at the time of the fight with me and Mark it was you know I I'm I'm sometimes my own worst enemy because, and the reason I say that is not because of my confidence and because of what way I talk. Because what I do with when I talk like that is because I put it on myself. Because that is when I understand that now is the time more than ever that you have to really apply yourself and do this. But what I didn't have at that time was just, you know, my uncle Anthony is always there for me and he's always been there for me. And at this time of that fight, the weirdest coincidence, and I'm telling you this now because I want you to just have it, have it from the other side. Mark's got it from his side. I want Mark to everyone to see it from my side at the time. And it's so weird of a coincidence. I'm going to show you this, and trust me, every word I'm saying to you is, is, is facts and honesty. Yeah? So the lead up to the fight, my uncle Anthony, he was he had he had like a clot in his foot. Oh no! And uh, um, he was he was he was in a bad way. He was really 
bad way. Me and Brendan were panicking. The family was panicking. You know, he potentially got told that he might have to have his leg chopped off. So my uncle Anthony got told he might have to have his leg amputated. So for the Mark fight, I was on road and I'm trying to balance other things at the time I was working as, you know, doing the bit of, um, you know, the tour managing at the time. And uh, I, I, I was training so hard. I mean, so hard. I was working so hard. And But the fight, I actually knew about the fight probably about, for about four months before we even had the fight, which I think was way too soon for me to be aware of something of that magnitude because it, it made me go 100%. And what what my issue was at the time is I never had my uncle Anthony to pull me back because he was in hospital, you see. So Anthony's in hospital at this time. So let me just tell you the reason why I'm talking about this now because you asked me how did I deal with it, so I'm explaining it. So then, obviously, we get closer to the fight now. I'm training, I'm working. Don't get me wrong, I had a good team around me. Every, everyone was in gym, rammed, everyone's training partners, deep shark tanks. So I'm saying to you, physically, I was ready. Yeah, scrambles, whatever exchanges we were to get deep in waters, I was, I was ready. We're probably about, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks before the fight. Anthony's on crutches. So Andrew DeVent was doing a lot of work with me at the time. And then we've gone to Bama, we're at the fight now. And we're warming up, and I'm warming up for the fight. Obviously, Mike's doing it, Mike's, Mike's warming up, um, we're all warming up. And my uncle Anthony's watching me and Andrew DeVent warm up, because, you know, because he can't, he can't hold the pads for me, too tough. Mm. So then he's hopped off the bench, and he's come over and he's gone, right, listen, listen, listen. He's going he's gonna to hit you with your overhand right. Wow. <laughs> what, what I need you to do is, and this is on my kids, on my kids, uh, on my everything. This is the truth. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because it's, it's real. He's going, right, he's going to hit you with the overhand right, right? He's, he, might drop to the, he might drop to the floor and come over the top with it. And you know what? That was probably the third or fourth time I drilled that specific, you know, keep your left hand high, make sure you've got it tied around the back of your head. Boom. Next thing, I'm in the cage. Next thing, I'm back in the fucking changing rooms and I'm saying, what are we doing here? Mm. And then I was like, you got knocked out. And I was like, what? No. That's how fast it went for me. Wow. Madness. So yeah. that's, that's the reality of that answer, Mike. You asked me the question. So I gave you the, re the reality of the whole situation. Do you no. know what I'm trying to say? So did I, do, did I put too much? I don't know if I put too much. I just didn't have... I feel like my mental juice, because when I got in the cage, I couldn't, you know, my, you know, it is when you get in the cage and you can, you have to kind of move around for a little minute. Yeah. So let the magnitude of the night of the event just soak in a little bit, just to, because sometimes you can be in there and it's like you're fucking in, in a computer game. Do you know what I mean? So I know. That's what, you know what I'm saying. Going in, in, a, in a ring, obviously in a, in a cage before, before the fight. I didn't do it before, but that, that's the experience I got. I have to go and see see around, smell the stuff and come out and go again. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And, and, you know, when I got in there, I just didn't home or zone in. So the timing that he got me with was, when I say perfection, not just that, when he hit me, yeah, the, the shot, it la when I say it landed on my temple, I had a bulging temple, yeah? <laughs> in my temple for about I'd say about three weeks. Wow. Like, about three weeks I had this lump. And when I say, you know when Bruce Lee says people have got the switch, the light switch. When I say that must have been within a milli, milli, milli 
fucking whatever centimeters of the absolutely bang on the bottom, mate. It clicked. Yeah. That's why it just. That's why I just went switch. Boom out. Yeah, I must wow. say that was the hardest to hit somebody. The reason D, I think I can't remember what one of you guys saying. Oh, Kane is very strong. I think that was my fear going into the fight. I was like, okay, I know he's strong. Everyone's telling me how strong he is. So before I feel the strength, I need to at least land something really hard at the first round. And that's what I was looking for to just to land something hard. The guy landed the fucking the sweet <laughs> sweet chain music, you know, bro. Wow. But Mark, but Mark, just just on that, just on that though, in terms of that particular shot, I mean, it was kind of a sense of surely deja vu. Didn't we see more or less the same sort of thing play out with Salvaraja? Yeah, no, but that, obviously that right hand is like it's something I've got, I'm very confident throwing. Yeah, I only throw, it's like a I don't know. I only throw when I see it. I don't just I don't force it. So it, it was there. It just when I see it, I see it, and I feel like. First round, I kicked the first, and Kane was like assisting to like to come in, and I thought he's fainting, he's fainting. I was like, okay, it's time to go in. As soon as he fainted again, I know he wasn't coming in, and I thought, okay, it's the time to throw it. So just on that, just on that particular shot, I remember speaking to you just after you'd come out of the cage, and obviously the emotion was still raw, and you were still quite pumped up, but you referred to it as the stinger the shotgun stinger, or words to that effect. Now, this this stinger, I take it that that had been drilled over and over again, right? Yeah, I drilled it even to this day, because that's I think that's one of my special shots. Mm-hmm. I have that, and obviously and a low kick, so I'm, obviously I know that's, that's my strength, and uh, even now I'm using it. So it's, it's something special for me. So I he, have still, to... he still got used when he went into the UFC. It was only, like he's saying, at that level, obviously, you know, then when... You know, I think I can't remember if it was uh, the so, uh, I don't know, I think it was uh, I forgot his name. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So just So just... yeah, I feel like yeah, man, that's you know, there you go, Mike, man. It was it was a monster rivalry, but you know, and then then, then what we've got is the two paths in it, Mike. Exactly, After but it... but before we get there though, one of the things I just wanted to quickly unpack I remember following you, Kane, and following you, Mark, when you were walking about just after the fight. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was following Mark and he made a beeline for your dressing room. I just I just wanted to say, you know, first off, ultimate respect will always be coming both of your ways. But the thing that kind of like capped it off for me was the absolute class and showmanship away from the cameras, away from the public that you two showed behind the scenes. It was absolutely amazing to see. What was it, though, that made you think, you know what, this is this is scratch now. This was built up to such a level where it was clear, or it looked like you both hated each other, but after the last shot had been thrown, it was completely over and you were embracing each other. What actually brought about that camaraderie? Yeah. For me, I just felt like... Uh me and Ken brought, brought something to each other. Like, I felt before that, like I was fighting, I was winning, yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't out there. I wasn't talking much. I wasn't, I wasn't being put out there. But after the fight, where every, everybody knew, knew about me straight away after that fight. So I felt like we did something for each other. You know, it was a, it was a big, big uh, stepping stone for each other. That's what I took from it. How about yourself, Ken? I'd say, yeah, man, I'd say... From from Mark's perspective, you know, I feel like, you know, people in the fight game knew who he was, but obviously the way we built 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 this fight up, it was, 
it was something where we got people tuned in who, who don't know, even didn't even know about MMA, let yeah, alone yeah. me or Mark. They were tuning in because there's these two black guys fighting on Bama and they both look sick and people were tuning in to watch it. So, you know, in the end, it was kind of like, it was it was a big, um, it, you know, it, it was a big, it was a big occasion. And I just feel like after the fight, you know, you, you you don't hate each other. All I am is a competitive person. Yeah. I'm not a horrible person. I'm not. I'm actually, and people know this anyway. So I'm not saying I'm Mark himself as well. We're not horrible people. Our confidence can sometimes come 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 across as arrogance. Yeah. Our confidence sometimes can come across as arrogance. But in the game that we're in, if you aren't confident within you yourself. Then you might as well go and get a job, a, a normal nine to five, and don't be getting in there with guys that are trying to break your nose, your face, and cut you open. So, I feel like after the fight, we kind of like embraced each other because we'd done so much at the time, and yeah. it was done. Don't forget, there's a lot of a lot of pressure for fighters, like especially when it's big fights, and then when yeah. it's over, it's like win or lose. All right, yeah, listen, it's always better to be on the winning side, always, but. You know, we've both ourselves been on the losing side um, and we've both turned it round. And that was my time. What I got from it was, you know, yes, here's this guy, you know, respect to him. He's coming, he's done the job. And, and you know what? I just, I, 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 I respected his grind, his hustle and was, was sportsmanship. The sportsman. Yeah. But what it was then, it's kind of like, okay, where do we go from here? Yeah. Because then I had to start following your career and I'm, lo I'm looking how you're doing and stuff. I'm like, okay, he's doing good. And obviously, I'm, I I respected that by, by you doing doing your thing, you know what I mean? Because there's not many fights come back after I lost with a big knockout there. But, but go down a little bit, but you kept with that same energy. And, mm -hmm. doing, and to me, I, I have a lot of respect for that. And I'm glad mm. you say that because it does sound like you both answered my next question. And that is... You have both obviously taken different paths yourself, Mark, doing you know very well in the UFC, and yourself, Kane, at Bellator. Now, the fact is this in your complete different arenas, in your complete different paths, it does sound like you've been keeping a very quiet eye on each other, yeah. Of course, but well, I, I we've trained together, <laughs> yeah, we've actually trained together since then. Wow, yeah. we've wrestled, we've, re we've wrestled together since then, we've actually grinded together then since then. We've had a good session, me and Mark, and um, yeah, man. For me, from 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 my perspective, I've always kept an eye on him just because you know it's someone that's that that has defeated me, and, and it's someone that because when you take a loss against someone, unless you're still in that division against him, and you and and, and you know we're in different organisations now, so the likelihood of me and him facing each other, you know, again in the near future is is highly unlikely. So. You know, it's kind of like now I'm supporting him as a supporter because I want him to do well. Because for one, that's someone who's beat me and, and someone who I, who I want the world to know. Like, listen, I didn't get beat by just anybody, you know. I got beat by yeah. world-level fighter, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've got the same mentality to be honest. I get on that one, yeah. Because obviously for Mark, he's probably seeing me going... And, and you know what? I've seen Mark. I've seen Mark. You know, it's funny enough. I've seen Mark twice after two two big wins i've seen him i see was it actually have i seen you both ac acb i've seen him yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. alex Sandland, and i'm sure i've seen him after a bellator one as well so bellator yeah were they i think it was dublin or something i can't remember you know bellator birmingham and acb when i fought when i beat alex Sandland, and i see mark and it's good to see him to show him like we come out come out of the cage i see mark sit there and i'm like yeah man 
we're on this, bro. Like, you get me? It's good, yeah, man. It's good. You know, just before we wrap up, in terms of your respective futures, now you've talked about working with each other. Is this something which you're you're looking to do on an ongoing basis in terms of supporting each other and supporting each other's careers, or is that it now? Line in the sand, drawn. No, obviously for me it's not a problem. When it's literally whenever we can get training in, yeah, happy day. Just whenever, when, when, when and where. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's look, we're, we're we're willing to work together. A hundred percent. It's just when and where. Like Mark says, obviously I'm in Manchester. Mark's in Doncaster. That's right. Yeah. 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 So you know we're we're, we're not round. We're we're pretty far. But when we can get the time, we'll get the working, man. I, I just feel like you know you know we're fight, fighting at the highest level in the world, man. So if there's any time we can come and help each other, then we might as well get in and get that work. You know that that I I thought was going to be my my final question, but you know what's really like niggling at the back of in the back of my mind. Let's just yeah. imagine. Let's just imagine for a second now that all the conditions were right. You were both in the same promotion. That played out again. Come on now. You know what's coming. How would it? How how would how would it, how, how would it play you're never out? Gonna get, you're never gonna get me as a man to say that another man is gonna beat me. You're never gonna get Mark to say that another man is gonna beat him. So on that one, Mike, I'll answer it for you. I'll, I'll say to Mike, yeah, and that's why I like it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to go deep. He loves it. He loves, but that's him. That's his. That's his position in the game. And you know what, Mike? Yeah. Let me just say mm. to to you now. Instead of, you know, it's always us talking about us and no one ever talking about you. I just wanted to say thank yeah. you for everything that you've done um, from day one. How much how much support you've shown myself, but how much support and dedication you put into the sport itself. Oh, thank and you, everybody bro. who's an MMA fighter, anyone who's an MMA supporter, you guys need to keep supporting Mike. Everything that he's doing, because you know what? This man's, he's been there through the thick and through the thin for the sport, especially for the UK scene. And it means a lot to us. And without people like you, you know, the sport and the awareness that, that, that it's getting, it wouldn't be like it is. So, you know, hats off to you, Mike, man. Oh, thank you for and that. I, and I'll say one thing, Mike. You know what I like as well, yeah? You're <laughs> honest. Like, yeah, you can cause beef and stuff, whatever, but you're honest. And I don't yeah. know what, some of them that they, they make out like they're friends with me and they come and trying to steal, steal info. Yes. Yeah. Wow. shit about me, you know what I mean? I don't like that. Nah. And you know what, Mike? You'll tell me how it is. You'll come... To me and tell me straight like right bro i thought you were gonna do better than that like yeah yeah and get it wrong and get it wrong because i'll never forget the time when you rang me up sunday morning it must have been about eight o'clock yeah mike so what happened to your boy i beat your boy so what happened what happened where was <laughs> he mark is he on you <laughs> hey! yes he was on you see you were in his head he was fucking fuming well yeah man like i said Look, since then, you know, we've, 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 uh, and, and another thing just to touch on is testament to both me and Mark is, you know, moving through the career of the sport of MMA, which is a, a you know, a new, fresh, raw sport still. You know, we've, we've both took losses moving up into the sport and we've both turned it around and we've both turned and look at, look at where Mark's at. And, you know, it's, it's testament to the both of us, man. We're, we're, we're gunning, we're gunning and we're not stopping. Well, on that note, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much yes. for, you know, as I say, showing the class, showing the integrity for the sport as well. But also, just well done in your respective careers. What you're doing now is phenomenal. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.
Let it go!